Hey there, Mama. I hope you are having a beautiful day. Today on the podcast, I'm going to be sharing with you four words that you need to remove from your vocabulary right now. But before we get into the episode, let's talk collagen. Today's episode is brought to you by my absolute must-have favorite liquid collagen. This is a type 2 collagen, so your body is actually able to absorb it and use it. And it is actually the only known collagen source that so closely mimics our natural collagen production, which, by the way, starts to reduce at 25. But what does collagen do? Collagen improves muscle tone, reduces wrinkles from the inside out, increases our skin collagen content, which is basically the elasticity of our skin that just holds it all nicely together, promotes healthy skin, hair, nails, eyes, gums, supports our joints and our joint mobility and reduces joint discomfort and so many other things. And my favorite liquid collagen is non-GMO. It's antibiotic-free, gluten-free, dairy-free. The sourcing of it is amazing. And it is actually recommended by medical professionals. It has international patents and backed by many clinical trials. Most importantly, though, It is the first collagen that I have taken personally that I have seen the results right before my eyes. So I knew I just had to share it with you. You can go to the show notes, click the link in there for a discount that I have available to you as my listeners or send me a message and I can help you get some for you. Welcome to the Wholesome Mama Show. I'm Elise and I'm on a mission to help women break free of feeling stuck in survival mode and enjoy motherhood again, even through the tough seasons. When I became a new mum, I felt lost, confused and didn't know my calling beyond motherhood or even if I had one. The last few years have been a journey of finding myself again, becoming well from the inside out and figuring out how to enjoy this time with my little ones. John 10.10 says that we are called to a full, abundant life, and I know that that includes us mothers. Join me here for conversations around living with intention, simplifying our homes, holistic health, including quitting the tox, how to really walk in faith in today's world, conscious parenting and marriage, and so much more. So mama, if you've been finding life stressful and overwhelming lately, I'm here for you and I'm so glad that you are here too. Let's take a moment, grab a cup of tea or a glass of bubbles and let's get into today's episode. All right, four words to remove from your vocabulary today. And we're going to do this in two parts because they kind of go, two of them go together and then the other two go together. But I think it's really important. And as we go through, you'll see why getting rid of these words is going to shift your mindset and help you to be a better mom and a better wife. So the first word is have to. Well, that's technically two words, but you know what I mean. Have to. I have to do the laundry. I have to cook dinner tonight. I have to clean the house. I have to do the pickup school run. I have to, you get where I'm going with this, right? We look at all these things that we have to do. Yeah, we have to do these things, otherwise they don't get done. But when we stop looking at it as in 
I have to and start looking at it as I get to. I want you to replace when you are thinking in your mind, oh, I have to cook dinner tonight. I want you to change it and say, no, I get to. I get to cook dinner tonight. I get to take my kids to school. I get to pick my kids up from school. I get to clean the house. I get to go for a run today. I get to whatever it is, just changing that. And you can see how when you are saying it, as in you have to, you almost can't say that positively. Have to comes with this, whether it's conscious or subconscious, this mentality of being negative and it's like a burden and I really don't want to, but I have to. Whereas when we change it to I get to, it you can't it almost has this positive connotation to it. I get to pick my kids up from school. Yeah, I have to because I can't leave them at school and someone needs to go do it and it's me. I'm the person who goes and does it. But I get to. And looking at going, hey, actually, I get to. This is a blessing. This is what we prayed for that I would be able to be at home and and get to go and pick my kids up from school and bring my kids home to be with me at home. Or I get to clean my house because we have a roof over our head and I want to take care of my home. And we talked about this last week with looking at being makers of the home as our calling in this season. And hey, I get to, I get to be the mum to these little kids. I get to. And so that has this positive spin on it where all of a sudden you're feeling when what you were feeling like you have to, you now are saying, I get to. So that was the first word. The second word is should. I should. I should exercise today. I should eat better. I should go and play with the kids. I should do this. I should do that. And again, should is pretty much the same as have to, where you are putting, it's burdens, it's burdensome. It's negative. It's draining. It feels heavy. I should do this. I really don't want to, but I should. And again, that is just full of negativity and full of bringing yourself down. Whereas when we replace that, and this one you could really, you could replace with get to as well. I get to go for a run. But I want you to replace it as I'm going to. Instead of I... I should go for a walk and do some exercise today. I'm going to go for a walk and do some exercise today. I should play with the kids. I'm going to sit down and play with the kids today. And just that little mindset shift, and it basically is the same as going from have to to get to, going from should to going to, is that positive spin on it of, hey, I'm going to go for a walk today because I want to take care of my body because I want to be an active mum who is able to then play with my kids. 
I should clean the house because I want to make my home a haven for my kids. So changing that up and adding a positive spin on it so it's not so negative and draining. So I want you to get rid of those two words. I want you to stop saying that you should do this and that you have to do this. Those two words need to get out of the vocabulary from today. And the other two words, and this is kind of changing subject, but the other two words, when I was thinking about the uh, getting rid of have to and should and I need to do this, that's another one really, isn't it? I need to clean the house. I need to do this. I'll just add all the things to my to-do list. Hey, I get to, I get to. But when I was thinking about those words, it reminded me of some marriage advice that we got when we were engaged. And that was to never say the words never and always to each other. Particularly when you are in a uh, disagreement with your husband or you are having a conversation, having a passionate conversation, to never say the words, never. You never do this. You never, you never help around the house. You never do this. You never. To never say never and to never say always. You always do this. You always do that. You always get to sleep in. You always complain about this. You always get rid of those two words out of the vocabulary as well. And these ones kind of speak for themselves. Like if my husband said that to me, you never do this or you always do this. How negative is that to be have spoken over you and it's probably not true so I just I think that yeah they really speak for themselves but they are four things to think about and really this is just if anything else this episode is an reminder and I guess something to bring to the front of mind the language and the words that we are speaking over ourselves and over our situation, but also over our husband and our children and our family and to really be more mindful when it comes to what we are speaking. Am I speaking truth? Am I speaking love? Am I speaking things that are going to be uplifting? And I'm reminded of that verse in Philippians that says, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, pure, lovely, admirable, anything excellent and praiseworthy. And it says, think about such things, but also speak about such things. So am I speaking? Is what I'm speaking, is this speaking life over my family? Is this speaking life over my husband or my children or myself? When I'm saying, oh, I have to clean the house because it's me at home with the kids. So I'm the one who has to do it. So I really should go and do the vacuuming. And is that, that's not speaking life over myself and my situation. That's not 
that's not a noble thought. That's not a right thought. That's not a lovely thought. But flipping it and saying, I get to clean the house because I get to be at home with the kids. I get to go and pick them up from school. I get to spend time playing with the kids. That is so much more positive and uplifting and all those things, true, noble, excellent, praiseworthy. We really need to be aware and mindful and be really intentional about the language that we are using and what we are speaking over our family and over our homes and our situations. So that's what I want to encourage you with and leave you with today is that, yes, get rid of those those four words, but more than anything, let's start to be really mindful of, of our mindset. And, you know, mindset can be a funny thing because a lot of people put it over in the new agey kind of bracket of, oh, everything's about our mindset and everything. But you know, the mind is is a powerful thing and we we need to take captive our thoughts and make them obedient to Christ, right? So we know that in our mind, our thoughts is then what we speak. And so we need to speak life. We need to speak goodness and the truth and the word of God over, over our family. So I hope that that has encouraged you and I hope that as you go about your day today that you are able to be more mindful and pick up what you are saying and maybe start to change the way you look at things and think, hang on, that's that's really a negative way to look at it. What can I say? What can I think? How can I reframe this in my mind to be the truth, to be a lovely thought? All right, Mama, be blessed. And I will be with you again next week for another episode of the show. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of The Wholesome Mama Show. I pray that you're blessed by this conversation. And if you did get something out of today's episode, I would love for you to take a moment, leave a review, subscribe, and even share this episode on your socials. And please don't forget to tag me at Wholesome Mama. And also, did you know that we have a community that is fully based around conversations happening in this podcast? Search on Facebook, The Wholesome Mama Community, and I will see you in there. Let's share the love and light and help more women to thrive.